average everyday American citizen who cares about his country and the people in it. I care about the world and the way the world views America. Given these trying times that America faces today, I like to look at the issues and attack them with an objective mind. So maybe one day I won't feel so blue in this red state. Hello, this is Eric Garrison on Feeling Blue in a Red State, fresh back from our vacation. Um, we took a little bit of time off just to kind of unplug and recharge the batteries. And at the moment, or at the time, there wasn't a whole lot going on as far as news goes. Um, the news cycle has actually slowed down quite a bit, or it had, just by not having a maniac in the White House. But things have changed since the last time we've talked we've had a, a surge i guess you would say in COVID 19 you know it just about a month ago we were told that that we could go back to living life as normal because vaccination percentages were going up and you know we are amount of uh, new cases were going down and our amount of deaths per day were going down that has changed it's changed for a few reasons um, one you know we went back to living life as normal and people are not getting the vaccines that they were presumed to get you know there for a while we had presumed that once the vaccination was available that everybody would get it because that's what everybody was waiting on and everybody wants to get out of this pandemic as quickly as possible so it made sense especially when you when you looked at the success rates of these vaccinations um, there were three different ones out there there was the pfizer the moderna and the johnson and johnson all conditionally approved with the fda uh, I think the Moderna and Pfizer were both 95% effective and the Johnson and Johnson was just a little lower, like 92. Um, so those are really high vaccination rates or vaccination percentages, like the effectiveness of the vaccine. So, uh, it was assumed, I guess that most people would get it. Well, what we're running into is a whole lot of misinformation on vaccines and a whole lot of people resistant to getting it. Uh, I don't really know why. Um, there has been no uh, evidence of any sort of, you know, other than like some small side effects, like you may feel kind of shitty for the you know for the next couple days or the next day when i got it i was i didn't feel very good the very next day my arm was sore but just from the injection site but the next day i didn't feel very good but you know it went away by the end of that day it was i was fine again um so that's a pretty small part that's a pretty small price to pay um what we have now is a bunch of people because we've had some breakthrough cases, which we knew that was going to happen. We knew there was going to be breakthrough cases because if you think about it, they were never saying that the vaccine was 100% effective. No vaccine is. They were saying it was 95% effective. Well, when you vaccinate millions of people, there are going to be a few thousand breakthrough cases of people that actually got COVID and had the vaccine. This did happen. 
And of course, the news, you know, that's all you hear about are these fully vaccinated people that got COVID. Well, but, you know, they're not talking about the millions of other people that have got have gotten vaccinated and been exposed and did not get COVID, myself being one of them. Uh, several people out at work have gotten the new variant, which is the other reason why cases case numbers are going up is the Delta variant is sweeping through the United States right now. Uh, it is far more contagious than the original COVID-19. And it is uh, the reason, to my understanding, and the way it was explained to me, is the reason it is so much more contagious is that when you get it, you actually have much more of the virus in you. Um, it's a more dense version of COVID. So you actually have a lot more, which means it's more dangerous as well. Um, the people that are getting the breakthrough cases are uh, are not getting nearly as sick and um, almost never need to be hospitalized. And, and uh, the survival rate of it, if fully vaccinated, is 99.9999%. You have a better chance of dying from getting struck by lightning walking out your door than you do of dying from COVID-19 if fully vaccinated. The hospitalization rate is 99%. Um, it's 99.9% effective against, you know, getting it so bad that you have to go to the hospital. Uh, of all new hospitalizations, of all the new COVID cases, 99999 5% of them are unvaccinated. So the vaccines work. They work. It's, it's incredible how, how effective it is, actually. I, that's not the narrative that certain news channels are pushing because, because they are, you know, trying to install fear into the population, into their listeners. And it's... It's actually pretty sick. We all know what uh, what news source I'm talking about. Of course, I'm talking about Fox News, and I'm talking about, in particular, Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson is a fully vaccinated news, or I say news, not really news, an opinion host on Fox News. Uh, he's an opinion host, not a news source. He is fully vaccinated and yet is spreading anti-vax misinformation to all of his listeners. Why is he doing this? Well, because he knows that's what his listeners want to hear. They love a good conspiracy. They love a good, uh, you know, fuck the government type of thing. Well, here's the thing. He isn't rolling the dice. But what he is, is he is he is risking your life for money for ratings so he can get paid see so he is he's essentially trading his listeners lives for money for ratings he's sick all the while this guy is fully vaccinated his entire family is fully vaccinated he doesn't believe the shit he is spewing he just knows that if he spews it he will get good ratings because it's what 30% of this country wants to hear because they are still pissed off that Donald Trump lost the election, 
which he did lose. That also, even though I thought maybe we'd take a break, and then when we came back, that that would have finally died off. But that is not the case. There is still a good 30% of this country that believes that Donald Trump actually won the election when it is clear that he did not. Every audit has brought back no evidence of widespread voter fraud. In fact, one of the counts that they did, I think it was Wisconsin, when they came back after the recount and the audit, Joe Biden actually had more votes. (laughs) He even had more. So Donald Trump lost by more after that audit. Uh, So that's how that is going for uh, the right. Um, uh, In other news, uh, they did pass a bipartisan uh, infrastructure bill in which 19 Republicans signed. It was for $1.2 trillion. Of course, they had to leave a lot of the climate change stuff out because every Republican still doesn't believe that climate change is real, even though the entire West Coast is on fire right now. And nine of the last 10 hottest years ever in history came in the last decade. I mean, it's the science is there. It's real. It is really happening. And we are really the cause of it. It is not too late for us to get on top of this and stop it. But when you have people standing in the way, it makes it a lot harder. That being said, of course, they had to take a lot of the climate change stuff out of the infrastructure bill because that was the only way to get bipartisan support. However, there's a little thing called budget reconciliation. The Democrats control the House. The Democrats control the Senate. And they have the White House. On budget reconciliation, they only need a simple majority in the Senate. Anything else, they have to get at least 60, a supermajority. Otherwise, there's the risk of the filibuster, which McConnell will always use. So, beings, they only needed a simple majority. They have 50 Senate seats. There's 100 senators. But if there's a tie then the vice president makes 51. Of course, she's going to vote on anything that Joe Biden puts out there. So through budget reconciliation, after they sign, after the uh, uh, Republicans signed this, you know, this landmark infrastructure deal worth $1.2 trillion, the Democrats went and did budget reconciliation for another $3.6 trillion and put all the climate change stuff in there that they wanted. So... They kind of swindled. Yeah, they definitely swindled. And um, there's a lot of pissed off Republicans right now. But, you know, they've been doing the Democrats dirty for decades. And the Democrats have always tried to play nice. And they've always tried to do the right thing. And it was always super frustrating. It was good to see the Democrats play a little dirty and give, give Mitch McConnell a little dose of his own medicine. Because that motherfucker has been stonewalling Biden. He stonewalled Obama and yet greased through anything Donald Trump spewed out, even though everything Donald Trump spewed out was ridiculous. But I'm getting sidetracked here. Uh, This is what happens when I haven't talked in so long. Uh, There's so much much to go over in so little time. But I was going to 
dedicate most of this to the vaccines and the misinformation and some of the things that I've kind of been seeing and what people's resistance are and and then what the real facts are. First of all, a lot of people are saying that, you know, you know, most other vaccines have taken years to produce and this one this one only took months. Well, yeah, that's true. But look at how long ago the last vaccine that was created was. I mean, then look at look at the amount of technology there uh, is now compared to there was then. And uh, just as an example, one of the last vaccines um, was the polio vaccine, which I mean, come on, you're talking about in the 1950s. So, I mean, you're talking 60 some years ago, almost 70 years ago, this vaccine uh, was created. Of course, that one took a while. Of course it did. But even let's even go back 20 years. Let's even go back 20 years and just look at the amount of technology that's changed. And I don't believe there's been any vaccines made in between then and now, but let's just do it for something because I've got a, you know, like there's an easy reference point and that's computers. I remember when we got our first computer, I guess it was probably 25 years ago or whatever. It was like a 96. Yeah. 96, 95, 96, somewhere in that area. It was a gateway 2000 because that's when gateway was actually called gateway 2000. It was uh, before the year 2000. So they just called it Gateway 2000. Then they dropped the 2000 after the year 2000. Anyways, when we got that computer, the hard drive in that computer, this thing was huge too, by the way. This computer was physically huge. Um, the hard drive in that computer was measured in megabytes. Now, my cell phone in a little itty bitty SD card holds a terabyte. That... <laughs> That was a terabyte wasn't even invent. It wasn't that wasn't even a word yet in, you know, 25 years ago. And now, like there are phones out there that hold multiple terabytes of. I mean, they can hold there was the Internet was dial up. It was 28.8. But we had a 28.8 modem, a dial up modem. And that was kilobytes. That was your download speed. Now your my Internet. I have a gig a gigabyte of download speed gigabyte per second that is so of course we're going to be able to make a vaccine quicker now than we ever could the access to information is better our knowledge on the subject is better the uh the science is better the scientists are smarter they're more they're more well read and their access to information is at the at the tip of their fingers where they don't have to go looking, digging through books where they can just type in a, in a search bar to look, you know, they can pull up anything in the archives. Now it, everything is much easier. Now it's faster because of technology. So yes, the vaccine was made incredibly fast. It's a miracle. Really? It's a damn miracle. It's, it's crazy that people are still denying it when, 
when we have this thing and there are countries out there that have that don't have the vaccine yet or they have very little of it and they're begging for it begging for some help begging for it and we've got an excess of vaccines and we can't get motherfuckers to take it they're all talking about their rights you know we have a right to not get vaccine and you know what you do you do have a right but what the, what's going to end up happening is they're going to make it impossible for you to do anything without having the vaccine. And I, and I fully support that. I, I think they should do that. They should make it to where you can't go to the store. You can't go to the movies. You can't go to a gym. You can't get on a plane. You can't do anything without a vaccine. You can't go to school. You can't. And obviously they're going to have to, they'll have to make an exception under 12 obviously would be exempt from that until they figure out a way to vaccinate kids under 12. Um, but like probably maybe to get into high school, they would make it to where you had to be vaccinated. Either way, colleges are already doing it. You have to be vaccinated to go to college. Um, so they're going to, they're, that's what they're going to have to do because these people are talking, you know, like they don't know what's in it. They don't know what's in it. It's like, you don't know what's in anything. You same people that don't know what's in this vaccine, so you won't take it. You don't know what's in anything that you consume, that you put in your body. You don't know what's in a hot dog, clearly, if you eat hot dogs. You don't know what's in bologna, but I can assure you it's way worse shit than what's in this vaccine. That is for sure. And furthermore, you know, these people that are talking about, I have a right to not wear a mask. I have a right to not get a vaccine. That's true. But you also, you have... Just because you can do it doesn't mean there isn't consequences for doing it. And remember that because you, what you don't have the right to do is you don't have a right to be unmasked and unvaccinated and come around my family and put my family at risk and, and, and me at risk because of your rights or whatever. You don't have that right. And it's negligent. And if you get somebody sick and God forbid they die, you have to live with that. Most of these people, you know, they don't care. They don't care about anybody but themselves. They only care about their rights, their fucking rights. Like, how does it violate your rights to get a vaccine? How does that, how does that violate your rights? It's giving you an opportunity to survive a deadly pandemic, the worst pandemic that we have ever had in our lifetime, by far, by far. COVID-19 has killed more people than all of our foreign wars combined. Everybody wants to talk about Vietnam and, and how, uh, how bad the casualties were. And yes, it was bad. There were 60,000 Americans that died in Vietnam over the course of a 10-year war. COVID-19 was around for one year about a year and a half now and has killed almost 700,000 people. That's more than World War II, World War I, and Vietnam and the Korean War combined. So yeah, it's serious. It's not something to joke around with. And there's a way to prevent yourself from dying from it. And that is a vaccine that is free and available. You don't have to pay for it. It takes five seconds to go in there and get a shot. You can get it in multiple places. Hell, you can get it at Walmart. I don't understand what the problem is. 
And then you have all these anti-vaxxers out there saying, well, people are getting COVID regardless, so I'm just not going to get it. You know what? Yeah, some people are. But like I said before, 99.9995% of all new patients in the hospital are are non-vaccinated, not vaccinated people. And 99.99999% of the new deaths are unvaccinated. Most people who are vaccinated don't get it at all. And if they do happen to get a breakthrough case, they have very mild to no symptoms. That I don't know what else you need. That is that's a win. That's a win. Everybody should get it. It's the only way we are going to be able to continue on this planet is if everybody does this. It's the only way because it's never going to go away. It's never going to go away. And the same people that are bitching about their rights and don't want to get the vaccine are the same people that were bitching about the, about the country being shut down before. And it's going to get shut down again. It's, it's going to happen because the Delta variant is gaining steam and it's more contagious than the last one. So it's going to be bad. Florida's already bad. Texas is already bad. Arkansas is already bad. It's getting worse. And the only way to stop it is to get the population vaccinated. Every doctor, researcher, every scientist is saying it. All of the top scientists in the entire world and the top doctors in the entire world all say the same thing. They all say, get vaccinated. They all say it. They've all been vaccinated. Now, they wouldn't all be saying it if it weren't true. I'm just going through some of the uh, some of the things that I've been seeing. And, and I think a lot of this, a lot of this misinformation gets spread across social media. It's... Um, it's become kind of the uh, vehicle for misinformation. And uh, you see a lot of really dumb arguments on there. A lot of people like oversimplify, like they'll take like something that may be kind of true, but then they'll oversimplify it and apply it to something that completely distorts uh, the context of what the statement really means. Um, and then there's, you know, your your typical dumb rednecks like um there was a post from somebody that says i am a german and i came to this comment section to tell to tell you guys that the u.s are basically the only country in which the majority of the people seem to have a problem with wearing masks Literally every other country in this world is doing their part to end this pandemic. I feel sorry for every educated American out there who who has to live in a country where they're surrounded by idiots. This pandemic has definitely made it clear what a shit show America really is. That's what they said. And I agree. I agree. So I seen that post and I shared it and then I get, <laughs> so then I get, um, comments, plenty of them actually 
um, one of them, the very first person, like one minute after I posted it or after I shared it, this guy said, then move there. I was like, so of course I wasn't going to let this idiot just get the last word. So my response was, well, I shouldn't have to. The easier solution would be that people who deny science would start listening to the people who are clearly smarter than them and do the right thing. I thought that was pretty straightforward, pretty on, uh, on target. Well, we ended up going back and forth uh, for a while, and then some more people piped in. And then this one girl comments saying, I would rather cough all over you with COVID than have my rights taken away. That's what she said. She would rather cough all over me with COVID than, than have her rights taken away. That is the most ridiculous, hateful bullshit I've ever heard. Um, she, and she's not alone. There is so many people that are exactly like that. Anybody that doesn't go out and get vaccinated and doesn't protect themselves and doesn't wear a mask, anybody that does that is a selfish piece of shit. I'm sorry. I I was trying to, you know, trying to be, uh, I don't know, civil about it. And I was like, well, well, I get it. It's your right to get vaccinated, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, but that's that's over now. If you still haven't got it and still refuse to get it and still refuse to wear a mask and you still refuse to get the vaccine, then you are a selfish piece of shit. And I have no use for you. I don't want to be your friend. I don't want to be around you. <laughs> I don't, I, I have no respect for you. And that's where I'm at on it. I'm sick and tired of these people, let, you know, doing their research as they like to say it. But, you know, when you're sitting, when you're sitting on the toilet, taking a shit, fucking looking at YouTube videos, you know, with your mouth open, that, that is not research. That is not what research is. It's just not. And and conspiracy theories are, are to the point now where they don't even... Conspiracy theories back in the day used to have a little bit of truth wrapped up in a bunch of whatabouts or maybes and stuff like that. And, you know, there was really no way to disprove them, which is why they, they stuck around. Because there was... They were like the center of it was a little nugget of some sort of truth or some sort of like coincidence or something like that. Well, now there's, there's none of that. The core of the conspiracy theories now are nothing. They're lies. They're bullshit. And they're easy to, uh, you know, to debunk. They're easy to prove that they're not real. But the problem now is, is that people that believe them, they don't care. Even it doesn't matter how much you disprove them, how much you show them that what they're saying is bullshit. It doesn't matter. They just say that's fake. And it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating when you come with facts and you know your shit and you, and you're trying to make a difference, trying to help these people save their own lives. And they say that what you're saying isn't real, even though what they're saying isn't real. It's so ridiculous. It's so frustrating. 
And it's like, we can't say nothing. We can't just, because if they post it and nobody comments on it, then people are just going to think that it's true. The people that are on the fence, you know, like we've got to at least get all of the people on the fence vaccinated. The hardcore anti-vaxxers, we're just going to have to force them to get it. And I know we don't mandate Matt or we don't mandate vaccines, but what they what we do do is we make it impossible to live without one. That's what they're going to have to do. They're going to have to make it to where you can't fly on a plane without a vaccine. They're going to have to make it to where you can't go to the store. You can't go. I mean, they're just going to have to make it to where there is just no way to live without a vaccine. Either that or it's going to be incredibly inconvenient. Um, and and that's, that's how they'll take care of the rest of them. But we need to hurry up and get all the ones on the fence, get them and get a shot in their arm so that way we can at least work towards herd immunity and then force the rest of them later. Yeah, that's just what it's going to have to be. All right. That's enough of that. Vaccines. Well, now you know where I stand on that. If you're listening and you're not vaccinated, go get vaccinated. It's free. It takes five seconds. There's no big long lines anymore. You can go get it. It it takes a second to go in there and get it. You just, and, uh, it's easy it's free just go get it i definitely want to uh to address some of the conspiracy theories and some of the misinformation that's going on about these vaccines right now that um that a majority of the people that are getting the new cases are, in fact, vaccinated. Um, this couldn't be any further from the truth. Of all the 50 states, only about 25 of them, or actually 22 of them, have reported uh, breakthrough cases. And a lot of times they're not fully vaccinated. They're, they've had one shot instead of the two on one of the vaccines that requires two shots. Now, there are some breakthrough cases, and um, that uh, that was expected, obviously, on a vaccine that is uh, advertised as being 95% effective. That leaves 5% of the people that do get vaccinated could still possibly get the case. That's the true with any vaccine. Uh, but what they're finding, regardless of what you hear on the media, is that it's actually much more effective than the 95% that they thought. Of the states that have had breakthrough cases, we have Alaska, um, it's uh, 4%. Um, Arizona's just over 5 so the vaccine's working at about 94% there. Arkansas is at uh, 96.4. California at... Uh, 98.6 Connecticut 99.9 Delaware 99 uh, the highest one was Alaska and or no Arizona which is at 5.9 percent of the people that are fully vaccinated still ended up contracting the disease however this is a big however of those 5.9 percent of the people none of them had to go to the hospital and none of them died so of the so 
that essentially tells you that um, the people that are saying that the vaccine doesn't work, they are wrong. Um, one of the other conspiracy theories uh, floating around out there is that the vaccine uh, changes or mutates your DNA. Um, that is also false um, for a lot of reasons, and I'll, and I'll explain why. Um, I'm not real sure how this one um, gained traction, but um, it's one of the most popular circulating mistruths at the moment, and it's that the mRNA vaccines will alter your DNA with uh, pseudoscientific content flooding social networks such as Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Um, there is good news. This is simply not true. They can't do this, which will come to a disappointment to some of those hoping that this might uh, be their chance for superpowers. Uh, but um, this belief that these DNA-changing vaccines, um, they think that because genetic material is injected into the body, it somehow could mix with your own genetic material and change it. Um, but there's uh, crucial differences between DNA, which carries all of the information that we inherit from our parents, and mRNA, which the Moderna and Pfizer vaccines are made of. Uh, DNA is double-stranded. It's very long and bundled up tightly together inside the part of a cell called the nucleus. mRNA is a single-stranded copy of a small part of DNA, which is routinely made in the nucleus but then released into the main part of the cell so that instructions it carries can be read and made into a variety of proteins needed by the cell. mRNA is naturally made by the body. It encodes instructions for your body's cells to make protein. Any mRNA vaccine has the same purpose, to teach and train your body to make an immune response towards a particular pathogen. So if the pathogen gets into your body, your immune system can attack it. That's what it does. In the case of the mRNA vaccines against COVID-19, these are not made in the nucleus. Rather, they are injected in the arm uh, to tell muscle cells how to make a part of the viral spike or S protein, um, a tiny part of the SARS-CoV-2 coronavirus, which on its own is of the negative effects, which on its own has none of the negative effects of the virus itself. What's really reassuring about these mRNA vaccines, the mRNA never even goes into the nucleus. The part of the cell contains all of your own DNA and instructions. So, there you have it. It does not mutate your DNA. That's one of the most common ones that I've heard. Oh, I'm not going to have my DNA being mutated, blah, blah, blah. Let's move on to the big lie. 
The big lie, of course, is the lie that Donald Trump is still saying that he won the election and that it was stolen from him and that he really won and he will be reinstated this month as the new big conspiracy theory now. I cannot wait for August to be over with just so I can say, ha, I told you so. But he's having these rallies now and he's got these people that get up there and like and they just say ridiculous things. And it's just like, I cannot believe that these people when I watch, you know, when I watch the highlights of these things, because I could never stomach to watch the whole thing. But uh, I'll watch the highlights of them. And you have these people getting up there and saying this ridiculous shit. It's like, are these they don't even at it doesn't even seem like they're really adults. Like, like who are these people and why are they the ones in charge of the country? It's, it is mind blowing how, uh, how ridiculous it is. They don't even act like, like, like an adult. Like they, they seem like adolescents, like an adolescent bully on the playground is what they're like. And, you know, and they spread lies. They say dumb shit and they say shit that's untrue, untrue. And then they want to talk about the Democrats stealing from them when they are stealing. They are stealing the integrity of the office that they hold. Or what integrity it did have is now long gone. Um, I don't understand it. It's um, and and like I like I mentioned earlier, you know, like the all these audits and all this stuff. There are none of them are going well for Trump. Uh, another thing is Trump raised all these millions of dollars to do, to pay for these audits, and yet now when they're going back and looking at how these audits are being paid for, they're being paid for by the taxpayers. The taxpayers are paying for these audits that that nobody wants. Nobody wants these audits except for Donald Trump and his group of cronies that think that he somehow unfairly was, you know, ousted out of the White House. The the thing, and I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again. Uh, I have a theory on why, and this is just a theory, but hear me out on it because it does make a lot of sense. When, um, to, to use a metaphor, you know, when, uh, when you are, when you have, let's say you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend or whatever, and, uh, you know, you know, you're doing everything right. You're doing all the right things. You're not, you're not talking to other girls or talking to other guys or whatever. You're not doing anything wrong yet. Your partner is accusing you nonstop of doing all of these things, even though you're clearly not, and you know for a fact you're not. If you truly aren't doing anything wrong to to give them cause for concern, and they're still overly concerned about it, what is almost always the case? Almost always the case is, is that they are the ones cheating. It's almost always the case. It's almost always true. If they are being that like uh, jealous and they're being that gung-ho on you messing around on them they undoubtedly if you aren't really doing these things they are almost undoubtedly doing them 
because they seen how easy it was for them to get away with it. And they can't even imagine the fact that you're not getting away with it too. So that being said, what I think happened is that Donald Trump cheated. I think he did cheat. I think he rigged and cheated this election and that's why he and he, to to the point to where he there's no way he should have lost and he lost anyways because of the turnout and he can't fathom the thought that he cheated and still lost so he thinks that since he got away with it there's no way in hell Joe Biden didn't cheat too I think Donald Trump cheated I think he cheated and he still lost and that's why he can't let this go. And that brings me to the last thing that I wanted to talk about before I let you go for the day. Um, and that is the uh, the panel they did on January for you know for the insurrection, the uh, the hearing they had. And you know you see a lot of these Republicans saying, "Well, well, this is bullshit. We didn't get we didn't get to pick the people. We didn't get to put people on there." And it's like you know what they put up. They tried to pass through the House a bipartisan committee, and every Republican voted no for it. Every Republican voted no for it. So, fine. You don't get a pick anymore. We're still going to have a committee. We still did have a committee. But now you don't get a say in who all's in it. I think it was genius. You know, make them make them look stupid because they are it's easy to do we just got to pull the trigger and do this things because basically we held them to a vote you know hey we want to have we want to have this bipartisan uh committee we want to look into the root cause of this insurrection and we want to get to the bottom of it we want to find out what caused this so we can prevent it from happening again and we want you guys to be a part of it held them to account they they voted no so we're gonna still have it i thought it was genius so now everybody sees that they voted no they didn't want to do it and then now they see them complaining and bitching that they don't get a pick they don't get a say in who's on it well you did have a say and you chose not to have a say now nancy pelosi still allowed two republicans on this committee um, she picked uh, Liz Cheney and um, that Kissinger from uh, Illinois. So it, she didn't have to do that. She didn't have to put any Republicans on it, but she still did because she still believed that it should be bipartisan. We, it should, and it should be. I agree with that. You got to have voices on both sides. Um. But this testimony from these four cops that got up there, it was, it was some of the saddest things I've ever seen. And it, it, it got me thinking, you know, because they were saying, you know, one cop was being called the N-word over and over again. And, and, another, and another cop was being beaten with a thin blue line flag. And then people were saying, or they were calling him traitor. And um, somebody had shouted, kill him with his own gun. These things were being said to these officers that were trying to protect the Capitol, trying to protect Congress while they were doing a job certifying the election. 
now some of the congressmen that were being protected by these officers are denying that it even happened. Not only, despite the thousands of hours of video evidence that it did happen. One of them stated that if you didn't know it was on January 6th, it would have just looked like a regular tourist visit. That's not what it looked like. It's not at all what it looked like. I feel really bad for these cops. And I don't have much sympathy for cops usually. But I do feel sorry for these ones. Because they did truly have to deal with something that I would have never thought would have ever had to be something that anybody had to deal with in this country. The one thing that we uh, that we have above all other countries in this world is we have a peaceful transition of power. Our democracy has always been that, been that way, and our democracy counts on it to be that way. And that's not what we had. One of the cops remembered thinking, is this America? Is this America? That's what it's come to. Now, let's think back to not very long ago when, uh, when Obama and McCain were running against each other and the integrity, the level of integrity that both of those two men had for one another. They had respect and they continued to have a working relation. They were on opposite sides of the aisle, but they respected one another. They didn't badmouth one another. They may have badmouthed the policies that one man held or the other man held, but for crying out loud, Obama spoke at John McCain's funeral per John McCain's request. That is how it should be. We should not, you are not defined by who you voted for. You're not defined by what your political views are. You're defined by your integrity and the, and what you, what you stand for. But that is lost in this new Republican party. They, they look for gotcha moments and it's all, All they're doing is they're just looking for reasons to be outraged. Just They're just creating outrage and lying. And it caused an insurrection. There was a Confederate flag in the Capitol building for the first time ever. Not even the Confederate Army had a Confederate flag in that building. This was a sad time for this country. It's still sad. And the fact that they're denying it, we have got to get these people out of power. They do not belong there. They do not belong. They are, should not be in charge of anybody. Most of them should be in jail. We've got to get to a point to where we can respect one another 
where we can have a conversation, we can come to a compromise, come to an agreement on some of these things. Everything isn't always so black and white. We've got to find some common ground or we're going to tear this country apart. Everything that everybody in the past worked so hard to achieve can be gone in the blink of an eye. I don't want to be the generation that's responsible for that. Do you?